Hello and welcome to season six of Taboo Talk, the podcast brought to you by Boots that asks the seriously awkward health and wellness questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Vogue Williams, and today we're talking about heartbreak, an experience that transcends borders, cultures and generations. But here's the thing about heartbreak. Despite being such a common and natural part of life, it's often shrouded in stigma and stereotypes that can make the healing process even more challenging. Society at times expects us to quickly move on, to put on a brave face, or worse, to hide our emotions entirely, or make us feel there's something wrong with us. We're often told that time will heal all wounds, as if heartbreak were a mere scrape or bruise that's easily forgotten. I'm joined by two fabulous guests who've experienced heartbreak and have navigated through the societal pressures and expectations while emerging stronger than ever before. I'd like to introduce my first guest, Una Healy. Irish singer Una was in the girl band The Saturdays. She's also a TV personality, songwriter and solo performer. She has two children with her ex-husband, rugby union star Ben Foden. They separated in 2018 after six years of marriage. She has had relationships since but says she's looking for one special man to share her life with. Next up is Faye Winter. Faye is an English television presenter. In 2021, she was a finalist on Love Island and in 2022, she appeared as a contestant on Celebrity Masterchef. When Faye was on Love Island, she found love with fellow contestant Teddy Soares. But unfortunately, the couple parted ways earlier this year, which Faye says was a heartbreaking and difficult time for her. So, can you share your personal experience with heartbreak? Yeah, okay. What, my first ever one or just overall? Just like... Probably your biggest heartbreak. Okay, I genuinely thought I was dying. I literally like <laughs> just put me six foot down. Like I, I don't want. I don't know where I need to go or where I want to turn or who can help me because everyone was just like, "Yeah, you just got to get over them and you just got to keep going forward." And I'm like, I know this, I yeah. know, but yeah, I actually genuinely wanted to be six foot down. It was horrendous. I lost so much weight. I was stressed. I didn't have somebody to speak to. Like, oh, it's just dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. And now I'm like. <laughs> Silly girl. It's mm. funny when you look back and you can see how upset you were, and it's like, oh God, mm. if I could just tell myself, like in six, and, t- and like everyone always says, that it's the most annoying thing. Time is the only healer, but it actually is. It is. It, it is. is. It's at the, the time, only- though, at the time, it is just the worst thing. And you, you know, yeah. when you wake up, you know, when you've, you're like waking up, and you go, oh no, it is real. You know, yeah. what I mean? like, you want it to be like a nightmare. And you just wake up like so sad and you just mope around and everything just seems sad around you. Like not, there's no joy everything, in anything yeah. anymore. But there is, the only way through it is to go through it and get out the other end with time. You yeah. Know? yeah. There's nothing else that's going to heal it. And you don't want to hear that at the time either. You do not want to hear it. You never so, do. Um, but listen to loads of like sad songs. They yeah. help. I, I listen to yeah. Esther Perel. You know that um, if she does these TED Talks and I listen to her talking about like getting over breakups and all yeah. those kind of things. And it's like, yeah, I can do it. Like definitely. Yeah. But when you're in it, it's like it feels like it feels it is kind of like a grieving process. I it think. is. It's like mm. a death. Yeah. But the only thing is that they're still alive. Which is unfortunate. You know, which it can be unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. That sounds bad. But it is like it is actually a grief because you're you've lost this person that was like such a big part of your life that you were doing yeah. everyday things with the person that you'd speak to all the time, then they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And that is like a death, you know. Um but yeah, I do think that music is one of the biggest heaters for it all though to get through. Oh yeah, I listen to loads of just pop. I can't lie, like loads really? of like pop yeah. breakup songs, yeah. Like I couldn't even 
And I'd sing them so loud as well. And I, yeah. I genuinely thought I was in the Saturdays. I was like, Look, <laughs> I'm having a great time. We'll join. Do you think that there's like a common stereotype about people going through heartbreak? Yeah, I think so. I think that there's always this... I think unless when you're in it, it is the worst feeling in the world. But when you see someone else go through it, it's kind of like, oh, man up. Like... Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, when you're seeing it from the outside, yeah. you go, oh, come on, get over it. Like, obviously, they're not right for you. Look at the way they were treating you. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. But then when it happens to you, you know, when your friends are giving you the advice, look, you're better off. Like, yeah. look how bad it was. But you want you want the friends to be saying, I think he's going to get in touch. I think I think you're going to get, you want to hear that. You're like, tell he's me reg- that. Yeah, he's regretting yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel judged though by people when you're going through a heartbreak? Because people are just like, okay, like I kind of, and I feel really mean, but my sister went through a heartbreak. And after about three months, I was like, okay, we're done now. Like, I'm sorry, but we, yeah. or I can't keep going over the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, you know, but it takes like, you know, quite a bit of time for some people to process the whole thing and to realise that, you know, they're better off without them. Are you still in the anger phase? No, I'm over that. <laughs> I'm in the um, you didn't exist phase. Like, I'm cool. Like, and oh, when that's people a good one. tell me things that, you know, they've heard, I'm now like, I just, I don't care. I don't understand why people do that, though. I don't think you're doing anyone a favour of being like, did you hear what he did? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It's like, do don't tell no, me. Doesn't, oh, I kind of like, I love a gossip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I love yourself. a gossip. But also, you can't get away from it, especially like, in mm. this, in, like, you can't get away from he it. He sounds like he's a bit of a mouth. Sounds like he, you know, he likes to talk and say things like some some men are just really quiet and keep all their feelings to themselves. Mm. But he sounds like he does it um, outside of not not to you, but to other people. And that's how you hear it back. I let him get on with it. So he just he still goes on a minute. Well, I don't I don't know. I think I, you know this ain't my first rodeo. I've broken up with many of you. So when I speak about breakups yeah. and heartache, I'm not speaking about, about the one, most recent one. Yeah, yeah particular yeah, heartbreak. Um, um, yeah. So I just but it always obviously gets led back to. Yeah, the one, the one that, that was in the public yes, eye, yeah. which obviously fine, I get it. But honey, I had my heart broken worse than that before. Mm. Do you ever feel like there's a sense of weakness about somebody who's going through a breakup, like that they're kind of weak, that they can't just be like, move on, like just get on yeah. with it? Well, I've been weak from a very young age in that case. Then, well, <laughs> I found strength and I used to write like that's where I started writing my songs when I was 12. Yeah. And I was actually looking through uh, an old tape of all the songs that I wrote, like all throughout my teens. And I was, it was horrific. The, the feelings I was having were very intense of this, these heartbreaks. Like literally, I wrote one called, um, well, the first song was called I Miss You. Then it was um, uh, The Words Won't Come. That's where I wanted to break up with someone and I couldn't get the words out. Yeah. And then it was like, um, uh, oh, then, then I got to a point where I felt at, at the age of 20 that I was going to be left on the shelf. And I wrote a song a called 20. Rusty, Dusty and Musty. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it was called Rusty, Dusty and Musty sitting on the shelf. And uh, yeah, so maybe it was a premonition. I don't know. Um, but, but that song, yeah, it got me through. And it was kind yeah. of just taking it light of the whole thing as well, because like I was writing all these really sad songs about like, oh, will you come back to me and all that? And then I was like, you know what? I'm probably just going to be Rusty and Dusty on the shelf. <laughs> and the song. At age yeah, 20. At age 20. And the song, in, in fairness, that song actually did wonders for me because it was the first song I got played. Um, on radio so to join um, the Irish Music Rights Organisation you had to have a song basically getting a song published in a way like getting it on radio so I sent it into Tip FM they played it once and they liked it so much they kept playing it and it was like A playlisted on Tip FM Rusty Justy Musty that's so yeah and then you wrote songs like Ego and I mean that got me through my breakup I didn't write Ego but we sang on it but you're right though yeah and I can tell you now that one was a good one do you find music gets you through breakups then yeah but I need like I need an upbeat like 
those kind of Anthem. songs. I don't really want like Adele Hello. I love no. the song, oh, yeah. but if I'm down and like, I'm at, I need something that's like empowering. Yeah. Like, I need something that's like I hate you all. That is basically me, though. I remember being a teenager, though, when uh, Tony Braxton had Umbrella. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, like crying into the pillow. Um, but when like, you I look back at old heartbreak like that when you're younger, though, it doesn't yeah. re- I feel like it doesn't, like, it's it's just not the same as, like, when you're older and you're going through heartbreak. And you talk about, like, being left on the shelf at the age of 20. But, like, yeah. when you get to an older age, like, for you, when you, when you, when you had your big breakup, like, mm. how did that feel? Did you feel like, like, did you feel like blame oh, for any well, of it? It's, it's funny because when I was younger and I had these like very short lived relationships, literally two monthers, you know, they, that, was yeah. the, that was the standard time, yeah, yeah, time yeah. frame on each Sorry, relationship. Sorry, that was a long they relationship. Like full on boyfriends, <laughs> two months. Yeah, next. <laughs> you know, She's like, I love you. <laughs> oh, straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but they were they weren't real. They were just infatuation, and it was just yeah. like you know, yeah, it was lovely, yeah. And then it didn't work out. But then when you find that person that you decide to you know, to stay with, to marry, and to live with, and all of that, and when that ends, that's where your whole world is turned upside down because you build a life with the person, you know. So it's yeah. different than just oh, I miss you so much. You know, it's it's just trying to to do to to figure out where you're, where you're going to start with rebuilding your life and it is a yeah. big long process you know well with it's kids about like and moving <clears throat> all your stuff like it's, oh yeah it's, we'd shared bank accounts we'd shared like obviously oof. the house we'd shared so much stuff like it was like even the things in the house it's like who owns this or who owns that it's just it's yeah. just a headache it's never nice is it like, no. actually, like I can never my first break I can always remember I wanted to go and get my stuff and I literally had an hour window and I rang my cousin and I mm. was like I need you at this address I've got an hour to get my stuff out and the yeah. main important thing was the cats and I remember chasing <laughs> them around the house oh, trying to back get the then cat. I was like oh my god and I remember passing my ex on the road and he knew full well I was on the way to that house to mm. go and get my stuff and I was like, oh and then obviously the last time when I moved back to Devon I was like I had to sort out this whole house by myself the amount of times that I was like can you please come back and help me can you pl-? look mm. I don't want to get back to you. I don't want to talk about the situation yeah. I genuinely need, need help like I've yeah. written my car off I didn't have a car at the time I couldn't drive anywhere I had Bonnie who was tiny little puppy and I was like can you please and he was like 20 minutes away his brothers just wouldn't help with anything and putting stories on Instagram crying and the worst bit is, is that when he was uploading Sorry, stories, he was putting a story crying into the camera yeah, which is, I get that. Like, some people, obviously, that's how they cope with it. That's mm. fine. But actually, when he was uploading those stories, he was out. Yeah. And he was out clubbing. So I, I, I can't get on board with that. So I'm just like, it, it, and then <laughs> Sorry, I just do like, this thing where I just go strong. Crying and out enjoying himself. Oh. I just go strong. I think there's, so there's, there's like, two things. Crying into the camera on Instagram and putting up a picture when you're in hospital is my, they're my two yeah, icks. They're my Insta icks. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. It's just, I just can't. Yeah, like I, I'm going to say I, don't I can't cry. say that, no, because I'll be done here. No, so but, I'm but, but uh, like, I have moments, I don't cry a lot now, but when I would, I'd have a good old cry, but I'm not going to whip the phone no, out and start stop. filming myself, let alone upload it and for everyone else to I see. Know. It's just it's a personal time, you yeah. know? Particularly it's attention seeking, that's what it, it is, I think, a lot. Maybe not, actually, look, that's unfair to some people, actually, maybe that want to say something while like, crying. Yeah. But if it's just, just crying and saying nothing, and this is the worst thing, when they don't actually explain what they're crying about. Yeah. It's different if, oh like, God, going, yeah, it was do you know what, I'm really upset, something so horrible happened yesterday and I'm crying, that's fair enough, or I'm going through this, this is terrible, but when they just do the crying and then kind of 
kind of thing. And, I, and it's always like a quote. I hate those quotes as crying. well. Yeah. No, it's it so dig cryptic. to someone. Yeah, yeah it cryptic. Was so cryptic. Yeah. But I really wanted to walk into it because he'd taken it against a the bed which was in our spare bedroom because he wasn't staying in our bedroom at the time and I wanted to walk in and film the bedroom like he's not here like he he's out so I don't know why he's uploading <laughs> oh, oh, wow. but obviously I got so much stick from everyone and it already set the narrative that our breakup was I was evil and he was why were you the evil one how did that happen because I go strong so I'm like okay I need to sort the house out I need to sort my own place to live I need to sort a car out I need to sort things I need to get the wheels in motion mm. I'm unhappy here I'm by myself I'm lonely as hell I, I dropped so much weight I didn't even recognise myself and I was like I need to get myself out of this situation like no one's going to get me out of it yeah and then, someone has to do it that's yeah. the thing so you were, yeah. you were and it's like okay he wasn't here like he wasn't just wasn't around so I was like right okay I'm doing that I'm sorting the car out I went and picked my car up by myself I had to so I was like I just need to put mo- like wheels in action yeah. basically wheels in motion that's the right thing isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. so I was like, I just need to get things done um, I booked the removals I done everything like that and I just literally took everything out of the house I did exactly the same thing when we when we split up and when everything had to be done with the house like I arranged all the removals I did everything got like all the did you go straight back home to tip no no I stayed for a few months before I decided what to do and actually then moved up the road to a different county in in England like I was in Northamptonshire and then I went to Warwickshire Um, but then I ended up moving home but I did I like that as well I got no help whatsoever Mm -hmm. with any of that I just think they're so lazy they just know it's going to be done so that's why you have to be strong you know because who else is going to do it then you know you have to you got to sort yourself out. You talk a lot about social media. Your breakup yeah. was very public on mm-hmm. social media. Do you think that social media helps or is it bad in a breakup? I've not been myself on my social media for a year because everything I do, everything I say, I feel like gets I'm gets taken back to that point. Like people have always got something to say. Oh, you're uploading that picture because you want attention. You want mm. and I'm like, do you know what? I actually, I'm actually really happy in my life with my dog at home with the people around me that love me. So I actually don't need justification from any of these people on social media. I think when we were going through the breakup, I actually would have. I think looking back, oh how, however hard the heartbreak was, I probably I wanted to do the breakup a lot sooner, mm-hmm. and. I was too scared of the public's opinion because of how I was perceived on a show in one certain scene that I didn't want to, I couldn't do it. Because actually, when we came out of the villa and the the difference... For any listeners, phenomenal. Love Island Villa. The Love Island Villa, yeah. yeah. Mm. So when we came out of the Love Island Villa, then I, it, I always had this stigma and he always had a stigma that was brilliant and I had the stigma that was terrible. And yeah. I was like, oh God, like whatever happens... I'm the bad person here. Like, even to the point that I was being called an abuser. Like, and I've still got all my receipts. So if ever the day comes, anyone needs any from me, honey, you can have them all. Like, yeah. Um, but I'm just like, it's just not the truth. And that show is really not real. And I think, mm. I love the show. I love it. I love being a part of it. I take everything that i done on the chin and I say, yeah, I, I fucked up. I've done wrong. But there we go, have it. And then I think, actually... Um, it's it's not as it was, so I'd love for people to actually see behind closed doors yeah. before they make because they edited judgment. like you know, and you know, you, you sometimes I do things every day. You ask me what I did yesterday, and I'm like, ah, what did I do? Yeah. So how are you going to remember yeah. everything that you said? And you yeah. sometimes say things that you don't mean, or it just comes out, and then but like it's there forever. Then once they edit yeah. it and it's in a show, you can't get away from it. That's so annoying. Mm. And that's uh, yeah, I guess that's why social media can be quite bad. You just can't escape it, especially. I always find block them and just block. You, don't 
don't oh, yeah, sure, don't man. do it yourself by going back and looking mm, at their like no. Instagram and because it's just gonna make it harder for yourself. How did you feel your breakups affected your mental health? Because I know when I went through a, a really big breakup, I I went on anxiety tablets mm. and I started seeing a therapist, and I think it really made my mental health just like plummet. And particularly, I think with a marriage, I don't know about you. I th- it's really embarrassing to get divorced. It's yeah. not. It's not just like no, breaking right. up. Like breaking up is embarrassing, but when it's a marriage, it's like yeah. God, really I felt embarrassing. embarrassed in the town that I was still in. That's why I moved because I just yeah. felt embarrassed when I went to the shop. That literally everyone was looking at me, going, "Oh, there she is. Oh, she all oh. right." But oh, you know, and it's like just this, I just had to get away from that because we were a couple in that town. It's, it is embarrassing. Obviously, it was the right thing to do. We we needed to split up and to divorce because we we couldn't stay together. You know, this yeah. is just the way it was. So um, we always feel like you're judged by people, and you always see the couples and the families and everything, and you just feel so so lonely because like that's not you anymore, and it's yeah. just it's really hard. But to be honest. I thought it was when we decided together, we're like, yeah, we'll get divorced very quickly. You know, after he admitted he, you know, did what he did, um, we both said okay, and we we actually were both delighted, you know, with the decision because it had been rumbling for a while, yeah. and 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 actually then to just decide, right, this is it, um, and I actually had a great time. I dyed my hair blonde. <laughs> yeah, I went platinum like like the pair. It could be the tree, the tree blondes here today, but no, it didn't last long. But I loved. I was like, woohoo! I got all blonde, got loads of extensions in. I went out to LA, you know, I met a fella on on the Rea and had a great time. And I was like, you know, I was. It was actually woohoo, but that's very short lived. That's yeah. kind of like an illusion in a way. It's like the but honeymoon it, after. It was the honeymoon after. I was. Yeah. I loved it. I actually did. But then it was more like I had a couple. I would say to anyone that is coming out of divorce, I would wait to get into a, a relationship with someone so quickly because you're still. I was going through the whole like sorting the house out, doing yeah. all that, and I met someone very quickly afterwards who actually. Well, he came to me. I didn't go out looking for anyone. I just wanted to have a bit of crack with on the Raya, you know, on the uh, Raya. over in LA. <laughs> but, um, but then I got. Did back you literally go straight on the apps? I think I did very, ah! very, very the ad, just that one. I just yeah. went on that one, and then it's so annoying because it's so long. You're like chatting to people, and then some are, you know, this good bit of banter going on. And then sometimes they just don't, and it's like tumbleweed, and it's just, it's just, it's very time consuming. Yeah, you know. So, but I just had, uh, you know, that bit of fun. And then I got back and then someone c- came to me and we ended up going out straight away, you know, and it's just too soon. And they have to hear you talking about the divorce all the time, which must be a pain in the arse as well, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, they shouldn't be coming near you when you're going through this. Stay away. I think of, like the best thing I ever did after a breakup was like, I didn't take long enough because I ended up meeting Spencer quite quickly. Yeah. But when I met him, I was like, no, I was like, I'm literally, I want to be single. Like, it's so important to be yeah. single. Mm. I'm really enjoying being single for the first time in my life because I'd yeah. always been in these long relationships. So I think anyone going through heartbreak, try and take that time for yourself. Yeah. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. A million percent. Now, I'm now coming up to a year. Well, nine months. Good. That's yes. really good. And I've not had the desire to date anyone. I mean, shag, yeah, why not? But <laughs> I think like, to date somebody and sit opposite a table, like... No, mm. I don't want it. Like, get away from me. I No, I don't want to have a conversation with you. That makes it sound like a who. <laughs> no, it's just, just enjoying yourself being single. You don't want to build a relationship yeah, with one I person. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, it's just not But like Vogue said, like, it's my first time in mm. my life that I've been able to fully afford the house that I want to live in and yeah. be able to watch what I want on the TV. It's not yeah, even it's about, lovely. like, for me, being single isn't about going out every weekend, getting no, drunk. Yeah, that's the whole thing. There's a real, like, that's yeah, not for yeah, me. I've never been, been that single. Yeah, yeah, and that's not, not like me. That. So I don't do that still to this day. My favourite thing to do is go on long dog walks and, like, 
like go to the pub and have a cider. Like that's what I love to do. Yeah. And I just am really taking that time to enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, nice. I think you need it after a breakup. What other things did you do to get through your breakups? Like, did you did you do the whole self help books? Well, well, I said, like I said, dyed the hair blonde and did that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just it, it's now, especially with Instagram, you see all the time. You know, they're always coming yeah. up for me, especially all these like little videos, short videos of how like to to appreciate yourself and and realize that that person wasn't right and all that. It's just, just self-help is everywhere. It's al- it's almost overwhelming the amount of self-help that's yeah. out there now. Yeah. That it's actually, I, don't, I try, and it's always coming up on my For You page. <laughs> I'm always seeing the word What nar- are you looking narcissist. at? I'll just spot a narcissist. And it's like, why does this keep coming up all the time for me? What am I looking at that it keeps coming up? Avoid them. You know, and going, you are better. It's like there was one, you are better off alone rather than being with someone and feeling alone. And I was like, <laughs> duh. You know? <laughs> That was the one that was like, oh, that's not a hitty. You were like, oh, straight through the chest. No, I don't think I did anything like that. I think my self-help was literally moving back to Devon. I dyed my hair blonder. Yeah. And it's really weird because I was in therapy a lot before my breakup. Yeah. I went through my breakup and I've never had a, I've never needed therapy again. So weird. It was literally like, poof, welcome Mm. to the world again, Faye. Did you feel though, because you were obviously like you were together from Love Island you mm. kind of feel like you had to try and stay together because of the show I think I think I ex- like especially did and I let a lot slip and it's taken me a good now year to be able to say with my hand on my heart I know I'm a good person mm. and I mm. know I've got a heart of gold <clears throat> but actually I had that question so much that I was like actually am I a really terrible that's, person that's just a really good point to make actually about relationships that some people can bring out not the worst in you it's actually a side that isn't yeah. real it's like they yeah. just bring out this terrible it's like a, a demon comes out because they're, they're bringing it in they're putting it into you like mm-hmm. I've been in relationships you know short term ones because I've never actually had anything too serious since my like I've never lived with a, with a man since my, my ex which is five years my yeah. ex-husband um, so, but like I'd be, I've, I've had a couple of, you know, short lived relationships where I just be, they were toxic, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and what was happening, it was what the way they were treating me was making me feel so bad. This, this, this side was coming out that is not, you know, necessarily with like, it doesn't happen with your friends, yeah. people that you're yeah. around all the time. So why is it just with this person is because they're doing it. It's like the whole gaslighting and, and all of that. Um, but yeah, there's loads of, of the videos all yeah. over Instagram on that. Get on Luna's like, Instagram. Yeah, get on my Instagram. And Let's just go to your Instagram page. They, they, all, they all do you a favour in the end, like because you just you yeah. know they, they tip you to the edge and you're just like get out. You either break up with them or they break up with you, whatever it is. But you're so much better off without them. I feel like know? some people are really good at breakups. When they break up, they break up. They're done. They never yeah. see the person again. Oh yeah, they do the whole. I'm a long goodbye. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I love the long goodbye. I'm like, oh God, go on. Let's get back. Let's get back together. Yeah. yeah. Let's try like, one more oh, time. You should have broken up. Like, and that's when you start turning into somebody that you don't Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like, you know it's over as well. Yeah. So when you start meeting up, still, that's one thing I'd say as well. Don't do this whole like long goodbyes because yeah. you see them and you know it's over and you know they're already looking and they're on dating apps and they're talking to other people and you're it's so toxic. You're still kind of seeing them. Oh, don't do that. I think that's it. When it's yeah. over, it's over. If they say they don't want you or vice versa, just, just leave it. You have to. Yeah. Here's a question now. Have you got closure from your relationship? 
Yeah, absolutely. I have. I yeah. I'm. I'm happy. I'm moving on. Like I'm on to different things, and that's fine. Like I'm doing me. Yeah. Like, I'm not worrying about a relationship. It's, they don't establish me as a person. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm good. I've got closure. I, I wouldn't. I, I never. Think it's so important to get closure. Need to mm. speak to him again. But I think I had closure the moment I broke up with him because mm. we actually broke up over a cup of tea. So. Oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so and it was literally. Like, I just looked at him and I was like, do you know what? I'm done and I was like I can't actually do this anymore because yeah. I was just I was like I'm just finished with this and I was like I'm done and I think at that moment I was like yeah like that's the closure I need like I don't I don't need to speak to him ever again to get no. I don't get closure from him I get yeah. closure from myself yeah mm. what about you in a like is this just about the one well or the, all the main the, like, oh, the main the divorce I was, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like I'm, I'm, I'm truly happy for him that he's happy and has found love again and has started a whole new family, because he's the father of my children. So yeah. I always want to wish him happiness. That must be really tough going through a breakup, then all that, and but navigating your kids as well through a breakup. How did you manage that? Um, I don't know because they were so young as well. I think maybe it was good that they were quite young, so they were three and six. Yeah. Um, but they they just know it's that's their life, you know, whatever way it has happened. Also, while it was in the UK, there was a lot of, of their friends in the same boat because it was saying in Ireland, the divorce rate's very low, whereas in the yeah. UK, it's 50%, I think, or close oh, to 50%. Wow. So it's they had 50%. loads of kids. And actually, the first thing Aoife said to me, I remember like when I said, I said, me and your daddy, we're, we're going to be you know, not going to be together anymore. She was old enough. So he was only three. He hadn't a clue really what was going on. Yeah. And she went, oh, so there was a girl in her class. Um, I won't say her name, but just, let's say her name was Mary. Yeah. So she said, she definitely wasn't the Mary. The most Irish name. <laughs> yeah, in England, Mary. She, she, I said, I said, so me and your daddy aren't going to be together anymore. And she went, oh, so I'm going to be like Mary. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Good analogy. So she thought it was great. Yeah, because Mary does have, have a great time. But Mary was to and from between the parents. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. It co-parenting situation. And it did start like that for a while, but like, you know, they, they they have got like kids of great holiday time with their dad. Like they spend yeah. Christmas and summers, and he he in fairness treats them so well when he's with them and and their stepmother and their little sister. So yeah, um, yeah. But did you find like when you broke up, like where did you get that time to grieve? Because they're around you all the time, and you um, kind of have to put on that brave face, like you're yeah, fine. You just have to put on the brave face. I was really lucky that when it happened, it was, I had a lot of friends in the local area. We were all the, like basically single moms, and we'd always yeah. get together and have a great crack given out you know <laughs> <laughs> given out about them all the time but then there was that was part of the grief I think that yeah. was it yeah. like I think your friends Venting. people underestimate the, the value of friendship and, and yeah. to have your army yeah. of friends be it your men or women not to say that men can't and women can't be friends yeah. but your friends to have them in a friendship group I feel like men don't through. talk about it enough though no, if they're they, going they don't through, talk no. they don't really now there's the odd man that will you know there yeah. must be one yeah, but, but I feel like as well, general, when, no. you know, when you're going through a breakup and you know that you're being really annoying and it's gotten to the stage where it's like, shut up. Yeah, telling your friends, you can't, I'm talking about And it. you can't stop. And you're like, yeah. right, who else oh. can I say yeah, to? Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I'll repeat the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know the ones that stop responding. You're like, they're like, Ugh. and you give them like a nudge. No, they don't, they're done with you because they're sick and tired of you giving out yeah. and wanting something I always try and be helpful but I I give it like there's a three month limit for me where I'm like I can't keep talking about the same thing after three months I'm like you gotta change the narrative like I can't do you feel like that with with heartbreak though when like when you're going through it like do your family and friends understand what you're going through they kind of like you shut up 
no, my friends all have been sort of through it as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think the, the best uh, way that I've dealt with it with my friends, we just like have a good old laugh at them at their expense. They don't know what's happening, but we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it. Um, but like, yeah, this... It is heartbreak is tough, but it can be fun as well when you get when you get yeah. through it, you know. Yeah. You're back on it and go, thank you so much. When you look back for not being with me anymore. Yeah. yeah. Thank when you. you get to the point where you can look back at a relationship mm. and be like, thank God, like that just wasn't and like not hold, if you can hold no bad feeling towards them mm. and you're just like, yeah, like it, it's so good that you're going doing your own thing and I'm doing my own thing yeah. and like we never have to see each other again. It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know. The thing is with with relationships, a lot of them there's like so much so much good times too. Mm. No, it's not. But I thought, <laughs> you know, but the word the good Bay. times. That's why it, it lasted. But some things aren't meant to be forever. You know, the, the, not all relationships. No, are I meant like to, to last focus forever. on the negative. I think that's one of my coping mechanisms. Okay. So Just I I yeah. look at I would rather think of all the negative things that happened rather than even think of the positives because I don't want to be in that frame of mind so yeah. I wouldn't I'd rather not look yeah, back with any mean, like yeah. oh, to be missing them nice too much time. Yeah. I'd rather look back and be like remember that time <laughs> when he came in really drunk and pissed against wardrobe <laughs> I'd rather remember that why do they always do that oh I don't know well, <laughs> I, have that. That. Yeah, I, I have not had that I have not had that <laughs> I've seen that happen a couple oh, of times what? Not, not the same person yeah, no, no, no. Come getting up and weird. I've into the never wardrobe. seen yeah, it. I'm like 22 I mean, and I'm having to clear up like this fully grown man's piss. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Oh my God. <laughs> like, no. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> so I don't want, yeah, I would rather think of those times and be like, what a knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you're uh, not going to think of all the good times. You're no. just, you're trying to think of. Yeah. But I can appreciate what I've got from every relate. Like, mm. I wouldn't have Bonnie now, like my little dog. It means everything to me, who has actually been like my in house therapist. She's great. Mm. Um, she, I wouldn't have her if it wasn't for my last relationship. Yeah. So I take like the positives like that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have my second boob job if it wasn't for my first boyfriend. So I'm like, stunning. <laughs> 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 my boobs are great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's Do you feel like that about your kids? You feel like at least like I got my beautiful kids oh, from that. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I wouldn't change anything of what's ever happened in my life because of them two children they're like so important to me they're my everything yeah. and um, they're two little people that I've brought into the world I'm so proud of them and they would not be here if it wasn't for the union yeah. of their, their dad and myself yeah. so that that's why that's, I have to look back on the fact that yeah. it was meant to be I was meant to be we were meant to be together where we were put on this earth to, to create those two humans we yeah. just weren't meant to stay together after it yeah you mm. spoke about having a bit of a midlife crisis after your breakup. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, I think I was kind of joking, jokingly saying that, yeah. but it's actually kind of hit me. I was like, going, I actually am kind of midlife. <laughs> I was like, where do you, you put the, where do you draw the line in the middle of like, right, where am I at midlife? Because I was like, if I double my age now, what does that put me? I was like, yeah, I think yeah. I am middle-aged. Oh. Yeah. But then, you know, some people unfortunately don't live very long. And if you yeah. put a middle age on them, they might only be, so so young so it's like where is middle age I just think it's at that point that kind of rocky point where you're just a bit like all over the place and you kind yeah. of don't know where you're going and you're like whoa and it's just a bit of a, a rough one yeah how did you think that affected the way you behaved um, I'm through my midlife crisis now because I'm at the other end yeah. <laughs> brown hair well that again. was really good yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, don't go on blonde was probably a bit of a midlife yeah. crisis thing to do. Yeah, like if you, you have a few of them. Yeah, you know, they sprinkle in around the place there in your thirties, and you know when you hit the forty. But um, yeah, I think I'm I'm through that now. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. I think that you need yeah. to. I think that like after any breakup, you kind of 
you kind of just like like you're trying to rediscover yourself in a way and just like because you're mm. so you're you're part of like a, a union and like you get yeah. invited to a dinner party you always Your have someone half. there I've yeah. got someone to go to this event with and mm. then it's just gone and you have to try and figure out doing it all on your own again and yeah. I think that sometimes you can throw the odd wobbler and just act really strange yeah it's needed yeah and then and then again it's like when you get older as well and you're single again it's just it's, it's a tough world out there for the singletons when they, as yeah, they yeah. I'm older, finding that and I'm 28 and I'm like hang on oh, a minute really like, yeah I'm fine yeah. like now I'm like wow how do you even find them like mm. do I even I, is want it the ones that are left but this over is the thing is they say that but like there must be other ways of meeting people that's not true in app well, you know, I think you need to be house. set up <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tough crowd. (laughs) I think, though, with the apps, I think that, like, to rely on that, like, I don't think I would do that if I was ever single again, which is what I won't be. But, like, because I don't think I would have swiped for my current husband, Spencer. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't, he wouldn't have been my type. Mm. And (laughs) I will. Sorry, Spencer. (laughs) But he knows that. Like, you need to get to know someone. Yeah. See if there's a chemistry there. Because I was on the app and I was was chatting away to a lad for six weeks. And we were like best, nearly like best friends after six weeks. But when we met, there was no chemistry there at you all. Oh, fast, no. I feel um, like, I don't know, but no, we, we, but no, when we best met, friends. Best, well, not best friends. Okay, no, we weren't best friends. <laughs> I'm OTT there on that, but we were just like chatting all the time, getting on really yeah. well. Yeah. But it was just a friendship yeah. then. He's actually a really nice guy, but it was so, it felt so platonic when we met. Like there was no chemistry at all. Oh, no. That's know. disappointing um, though after but, six But that's weeks. the thing that's with the app. Like you, you see this person, you see a picture and I go, oh, they look cute. And that's nice. And I'm getting on with them. But when you meet in person, it's you, no, you physically can feel uh, like a chemistry and it just was not there, you know, yeah. um, which is really strange. So that's why I'll, I'll never go on an app again. Will you not? Never, ever, ever. No. So do you think the best way to meet somebody is probably just being linked up with friends? I don't know. I just, it depends. I, I nearly got set up with somebody actually through friends. And I was like, oh, really? oh my God. Like, what do you think of me? You know that oh, way when you're so, just introduced oh, to somebody yeah. and it's like, yeah. excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how we we couldn't be more different. <laughs> no, like, I how know. did you think that was going to work? It's just the fact that you two are both single and in a friendship. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly. No, no, but when you see them, they're like, I've got the perfect person for you. And then yeah. you're like... <laughs> Really? No one's ever said that to me either. So that's even more insulting. No one's got anyone for me. Okay, okay, cool. (laughs) I think that you're still so young. You've got like the world's your oyster. Like you can go out and you'll. You just explained middle age starts at 30. I don't believe you. I've got more than. 18 years on this earth. I I would say middle age is like 50, 60. No? No. I'm planning to live till I'm 100, so it's 50. Okay, well, I still yeah. feel so I young, so I don't 60, really know. So it starts no. That's the thing. Yeah. Do you feel like, like you and I are, are the same age? Do you feel like a time constraint? I know when I broke up from my marriage, I just felt like, okay, well now I'm never going to meet anyone and I'm never going to have kids, and that's just the way it's yeah, going to be because now like I'm thirty, and like that's it. Like the ship has sailed. I really felt like that. Mm. Um, I which did is as well. Stupid. Yeah, I did. And now I look back on why was I feeling like that? You do feel the pressure. Maybe that's why I dated so quickly and went into a relationship with someone after my divorce so fast because I felt I need someone. I have to find yeah. someone. Oh, I need someone to be with. Yeah. I didn't at all. Like you know, and then that just never worked out anyway. Um, for the best, but. Yeah, I did think that there was a lot of pressure on me to find to find someone, you know, yeah. um, without it, rather than for to enjoy being being on my own and rediscovering myself, and then maybe meeting somebody organically, like you know, out and about. But like I yeah. prevented that happening by getting so quick, so soon into a, a relationship that was just, just we were so incompatible. You could it was like chalk yeah. and cheese. You yeah. Know? What would be your top tips for going through a heartbreak, both of you? 
I would say, same. I would love to say like you have to feel every single emotion like you have to feel it and allow yourself to process it and go through that motion Mm, that would be my number one tip but I think also kind of fake it till you make it with being like strong Mm. like actually you do things for you like be that strong be the person that you have always wanted to be and make that time the time that you're going to make it happen like allow it to be like yeah. this is your single era and you're going to love and discover yourself yeah don't think of it as a negative if you think of it as a negative it's like downward spiral but I mm. think if you think of it as actually like a real nice positive yeah I think um, I think yeah. good advice is to uh, work Give you, now you have this extra time because you don't have to give yeah. them the time anymore yeah. you have this extra free time to, to, uh, for self-improvement I would mm-hmm. say because you want a yeah. massive glow up after you leave them you know what yeah. I mean you do not want to be the one that's like oh look at her she's a shell over there after yeah. me and she's like woo yeah so it's I would kind say, of the yeah. same thing yeah. fake it till you make it yeah do Wait, that's it yeah. I think it Get comes back done. to being embarrassed though it's like it, it, being embarrassed that you, like, you failed at a relationship and you're like oh, I don't want so anyone to know that like I'm mortified like I want everyone to think mm. that I'm doing really but well but it happens to everybody yeah. you know and I always think never say no to an invitation. Like, so when you first mm. break up with somebody, yeah. you're just like, I want to stay at home and do nothing. Always say yes. Just yeah. for it. You're not going to want to go. And eventually it will get to the point where you're like, oh, actually, I do want to go now. Like, and I, yeah. you didn't want to go yeah. like three weeks ago, but you mm. forced yourself out Surround and keep doing it. Surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Your friends your are so friends. important, aren't they? And I think that's yeah. one thing I really because I was so far away from everyone. So I was mm. like, oh my so God. So isolated. Yeah, yeah, I was so mm. isolated. Not even, not even having a car, so I couldn't even get anywhere. And I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. But yeah. it, actually that time really made me look at myself mm. and inwards and when I was like okay what do I want to work on and I made this I actually made a list that I've got to this day of like everything I wanted to achieve in a year oh. and I've done most of it so I'm like really actually good. yeah I've, I'm, I'm alright how was the breakup like did you, you you spoke a little bit about backlash did you just get loads of backlash after it yeah it was horrendous it was absolutely horrendous and I always knew I always always knew if we were to break up it was going to be that I was the issue and he was the same and I always knew that and I always prepared myself for it but I think that's why for so long I stayed with him so much longer because I mentally Mm. I couldn't deal with that mentally I wasn't in a good enough place like I said I was in therapy I was I was actually not myself at all that I was like okay I also then can't deal with this on top of that yeah so I can't deal with the extra pressure so I stayed in that relationship longer than I should have or that I even wanted to um so obviously yeah it it was I got a lot of backlash and then it didn't help because it was like whereas I I put up a couple of things like, oh God, it's as if I'm only help, uh, as if I'm only moving out of the house. Like the freezer's defrosted and no one else is here to help with it. I was the one that put the breakup statement out, so I was the one that looked like I was the strong one, and he mm. was uploading him crying, all these self help yeah. like quotes, Ooh. bits and bobs, and I was like. I just can't with the crying. I'm sorry. I know I'm so mean. No, it's and not I, mean because he, was, he wasn't genuine either. That, yeah. And I think you that didn't was, feel that was genuine. I didn't feel like it was... Did he cry to you or just online? Genuine. Um, he cried to me. We were both crying. Like, and we were in hysterics. And again, mm. like, I've got... I, it's really bad and it's psychotic to a point that I've got recordings on my phone because I, I was always like, I want to listen back to how how I speak and how, what I say in arguments and I would do that and actually that's really not good but I, now I listen back and I'm like, actually we were both distraught and we were both in a really bad place and we were both hurting but actually it was just 
that, yeah, it wasn't just one-sided, but I just didn't feel publicly I wanted to put that out there that I was crying and upset and yeah, I didn't want people to see. And I'm very much like that. I've got a very thick outside, so I didn't want to let people know that how I was feeling on the inside, so I'd rather just keep moving. Mm. I've gone through a public breakup, though. I, well, I mean, it's it's just horrendous because you've got so many people then judging you for something that you're going through when it's a really difficult time as it is. Just yeah. that's the last thing you need on top of it. Do you ever think you'll be uh, friends with him? No. <laughs> no. I kind no. of knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would walk There's past no him in the street. Have friends, like yeah. What's yeah. the point of being friends with someone oh. that wasn't that you didn't get on with? I'm like. trying to cut my friendship group down as it is. I mean, no one's <laughs> making the, no one's making the cut. So I'm like, no, I would I, honestly, I would walk past him in the street and I keep walking. I did you find mm. that your friends, speaking of friendship groups, your friends were very helpful during your breakup, both of you. Yeah, mine were my yeah. rocks. Mm. You know, they helped me through it. Like we just because a lot of them were going through it at the same time as well. So there was that. Um, that not in a bad way, enough. but that must have been like better for you that other people were yeah, going through it. Yeah, there was it. quite a few and few that lived around where I was living as well. Um, and we what was in the water? Was, we, like, we were just like, a, we used to, I mean, I remember at Christmas we went to see um, Bad Moms, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. And we were all the single moms all heading off to see Bad Moms together. But <laughs> see, it was, we had a little bit of a, a group and it was really good and it really helped. I loved that group. And, and we, I can't remember what during COVID what we called our group as well. But like, yeah, we helped each other through a lot actually. And then my friends back home as well, they've just like, that's why I moved back to Ireland as well because this mm. is where I need to be. Yeah. Um, they're just the best, you know, your old friends that you've had since you were a child yeah. and yeah. You know that like you're not a bad person. You're, you just weren't, they just weren't right for you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like your friends have no judgment. They're just there to kind of oh, like yeah. no judgment protect you from all the the. Crap. Oh no, my friends judge me 100, and I wouldn't be friends with them if they didn't. Like, <laughs> we're so harsh to each other. Like they judge me, and I'm absolutely okay with it. They're like, "What? How were you still like for months?" I'd be like. Because I'd be tending them for like months before, like, I don't mm. want to be here, I want to break up. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, just do it. Like, mm. do it. And they're so harsh with that me. That was, I think, it sounds like you were doing a bit of a long goodbye with him as well. Because yeah. you knew it was over, but you were then. staying with him. So I'd say that when it. There was when me, it like, ended, nah, I just <laughs> cut off and I rubbed my Yeah, you were ready the worst. for it. When you decided, when you did a cup of tea and you decided to break up, I'd say that, that that was coming such a long time. It wasn't as much of a shock, I'd say, because it sounds yeah. like you were ready yeah. for it for a long time. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when you go through like a big breakup, like you, in 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 some kind of sense, you do start getting your ducks in a row a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Like I found that particularly with living with somebody and everything, you do have to consider. Okay, where would I move if we break up? And like, yeah, just you're trying thinking to logistically your life, to make like, because be? that makes mm-hmm. it harder having to mm-hmm. uproot your whole life. That like just adds to the pressure and the sadness that you have to just change mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um. Is there any hobbies or anything you took up going through a breakup that you found good or helpful? Well, I got my dog. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, she was the biggest distraction. She was a eight-week-old puppy. So, I mean, it's she It's like was, having a baby, a puppy, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. really is. And, yeah, she was literally... <laughs> she And to this day, she is my rock. Like, And I could not have got through any of it without her like she yeah. is the only thing so basically you need to go and get yourself a dog and that's the only thing sorry yeah. no it's great to have that there. what did you do as well I just well, like you know I love exercising so yeah know, like when like I started running a lot more um but just I found that like mentally really good for me too as well as physically just feeling fit you know yeah. keeping on top of things because you know you, you do when you get to a certain age as well kind of go I have to start looking after myself now as well when you're in your 20s like you just literally don't think about it Yeah. but I do I'm so conscious of, of like you know what I eat and the exercise and all of that now 
compared to but it makes before. you feel better as well you like you mentally feel you're you just feel really like the endorphins like yeah. I get huge endorphins after a workout session you know so oh, that's good right, I have a question <laughs> for both of you what words of advice or encouragement do you have for people going through a heartbreak now that you're out, you're both out the other yeah. side I would just say t- like take your time mm. be you and there is light at the end of the tunnel you, mm. you don't see it right now you honestly don't but actually it comes and then as soon as you start to see it that will blind you within a couple of days or weeks. Like once you see the light, it's it's there and it will it will instantly be bright. I, like my yeah. my light was driving down to Devon, going home, mm. and I remember being on the motorway, driving with my stuff in the car, and I burst into tears, but they were happy tears, and I was like, I'm going home. Yeah. I can cry right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say the same thing. Time is a healer. It just mm. it doesn't seem it at, at the time. I hate that, but it's yeah. so true. But just be really kind to yourself. Mm. You know, and treat yourself. Well, and do nice things for yourself. Now you have that time back. Take yourself off to a spa for a day, or you know, hang out with your friends a bit more. Um, learn to love your own company, and learn, to, yeah, learn to enjoy. Mm. Do do a starfish in the bed. Go, yeah. no, one, no one annoy me, you know, and just yeah. Like, I hate being on my own, but when I went through that breakup, I was like, right. I'm going to be on my own for as long as I can. And I and like the first mm-hmm. few months, you're like, I hate yeah. this, I hate this, I hate this. And then eventually you're like, actually, I love but this. But isn't it such a relief, though, it. when you break up with someone that wasn't right for you? Isn't it not just such a relief that you don't have to be dealing with the pain of how, what was? Because yeah. when you look back and it's not great all the time, there was some good things. I'm not, now, now, when I say arguments this, I'm not stuff. talking about my ex-husband. I'm talking about some relationship because I've had relationships since him. So it's mm-hmm. not all, this is not all about Ben. I will say that. It's, yeah. it's heartbreak in general. Saying, yeah, anything I've been saying. Because to be honest, I, w- I will say about me and Ben, we had rarely argued. We were like, we actually got on so well as as, as people and friends. Um, but like I've been in, in relationships where I was in one and he was just fighting with me all the time. Yeah. He just wanted yeah. to fight. He was like, real angry. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not like that with my friends. You know, yeah. I've been in a, married to a man for like six years. We were together 10, barely ever fought with him. Used to yeah. go, always go on holidays, always got on really well. Like we had the odd fight here and there. Um, but like then I met this, this other lad and he literally and he's not just the only one the other ones they just love a fight mm. so yeah. when you get out of that if you are in that kind of relationship isn't it just such a relief not to be dealing with the, with the, yeah. the stress of that yeah, for, yeah you know, bickering all the time literally all the time it's no. like oh can't be dealing with that and don't stay in a relationship because you feel like you have to be in a relationship just like it's okay to be on your own yeah definitely but I don't mm. I don't want to be left on the shelf rusty dusty and musty forever <laughs> I'll say that I, no, I don't no. think you will be no I just I don't but I've been on this quite a while but I don't want to stay on it because I don't want to live this life alone like I don't yeah. know I, I haven't I'm not completely alone because I have got my children I have someone I could introduce you to but like I just oh, don't, don't know do, no, I don't like I don't no no I think I we'll think see. That they're out there you know maybe I've already met them you never know yeah. Yeah. that's the thing they could be I don't know but I'm, I'm I just want peace yeah, I want to find a relationship yeah. that I can be really happy and at peace in. And yourself, um, you just want to be able to be yourself. Be yourself and be ha- and be yeah. proud to be yourself, and not feel like you have to change. This, that's a, that's a lot of things in relationships as well. You have to change who you are yeah. to, to, to accommodate them, or they feel that you're. Oh, why do you always do that? Why do you always do that? It's like that's me. You can't yeah. change me. We're obviously just not compatible. See ya. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of our episode. See ya. See ya. <laughs> See you later, sucker. <laughs> And that is the end of another fantastic episode of Taboo Talk. We really hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much to my amazing, honest and brave guests, Una Healy and Faye Winter. If you've enjoyed this app, please do rate, review and subscribe. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, please do like, comment and subscribe because it really helps. See you next time.